last time on Dice Funk. I work for Solomon, but priority two is figuring out where he actually is. You guys are trying to sell computer parts, and you know a guy who could help, but he's trapped in a military base? I don't know. He left before the police got there. I shoot him in the head with the magic bullet to detect thoughts. So if you want to work for me, no guns. Hey, uh, I want a release from my contract. Really, really good game. Really good game. I guess it was. We both played pretty well. You know, I'm a DJ. I guess sometimes she helps me move my equipment. This is going to be your guys' cover from now on, is that everyone in the Team Loser is Lenora's roadie. (laughs) (laughs) We can see other people and stuff, just like see each other again. I'm not blaming you for that. I'm not angry that you did it. You did you. And that's fine. Just accept I'm doing me now. Is there any way that I can delay some sort of collection just for a little bit longer until I can get some get some get some gold together to pay this stuff off? You have one week, noise machine. your loans are paid off so student loans credit card debt oh, thank God. house car all that's paid off uh-huh. but for the rest of your life every time you touch a piece of paper you're going to get a paper cut Ooh. you touched it <laughs> i i i am happy to take that deal because we're moving into the all digital future uh when did i last get yeah. like a letter or have to fill in a physical form well here's the catch toilet paper counts as paper oh I can just keep mm. not answering my phone, so I'll say no to that. I don't have that many debts in comparison, because I don't have student Ooh. debts at all, so yeah, no deal. You get $700. $700? $700? How's that compensation for a lifetime of paper cuts? <laughs> I don't know. How? All right. You, you were a twist I never expected on this hypothetical. Everyone has debts. What's wrong with you, Skip? Hello, and welcome to Dice Punk. <laughs> this episode, paper cuts. Just buy a thousand paper cuts. Austin, would you take the deal? No. Law school is expensive. I mean, think about it. No, it's very expensive, but someday Bernie will save us and he will abolish all of our debt. <laughs> also, Austin is smart and a good worker, so he would actually, like, he, he'd get his shit together. I'm like, garbage me now now that you've said bernie will save us i'm picturing that as the the season finale of season four of dice funk is that like i don't know <laughs> oh, mush- bernie yeah, itself mushroom bernie, bernie sanders, sanders turns <laughs> up and like completely just like replaces the economic system the only other question i have chris was if wearing rubber gloves would circumvent the paper cuts since you're no, not they appear they appear on your hands regardless okay 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 magic i'm glad you at least had that figured out magic. there that's it's good a magic deal this is a this is a genie that you're making this this deal with. Ah, uh, that would explain it. Yes. All right. So where we were last episode, you guys were in the den of an evil dragon, <laughs> and you were cornered when suddenly Jeremy Corbin springs into the room with a gun. <laughs> He's gonna save all of you. Whoa, 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 whoa! First, foremost, that's not a dragon. That's just Cundy at the bar. Okay, you know it, it's not. I cast fireball. Oh which shit! Which is a grenade. 
<laughs> on the dragon or on Jeremy Corp? Uh, well, both are going to be in the surrounding area since they were making out. <laughs> I thought this is like an improv scene. We just keep adding the on. The dragon and Jeremy Corbin are yeah, making they're out. Yeah, making out. Yeah. Yes, and it was hot. <laughs> is it that yelly dragon from that card you showed me? Uh, <laughs> yes, it's Itali, the Primal Rage, or whatever the card. No, nope, Primal was. Rage is the Sega Genesis game. <laughs> it's also a Sasquatch movie. J- Jeremy Corbin in a dragon making out sounds like something that Rupert Murdoch would have written as an article on one of his websites. I'm, it's a bit too real for me there. Uh, yeah, this is this show is non-political. I would not, never, I no. would never besmirch our narrative. <laughs> never. Didn't you start by saying Bernie will save us? <laughs> I forgot about that. Shut up. No, there's no politics on our good Christian podcast. <laughs> this is a God-fearing podcast for straights. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. <laughs> oh. We're three minutes in. We are three beautiful minutes. <laughs> Those are those are quality minutes there. So I got um, another. I got another hypothetical. If you want, go at it. <laughs> Fork, knife, spoon. You have to live your life without one of them. Go. So, <laughs> dice, oh, dice, but I funk. Love, I love spoons. <laughs> D- uh. Dice, funk. <laughs> Uh, last episode, Frank had the option to learn two new spells because he beat Algernon in a duel, and I picked what those are going to be. He learned Hold Person and Mind Spike, so he now knows both of those. Thank you, Algernon, for booster packs. There we go. Mind Spike twins. Yeah, Mind Spike twins. Uh, so yeah, th- there we go. Dice Funk. <laughs> All right, I guess we might as well start telling stories now. Lenore definitely wants to point out and lay her foot down and say, no guns. No guns, because I promise no guns, so no guns. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I have no gun. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge in my infinite pocket. I'm not giving up my gun, but I won't have it out around Memphis at the very least. Yeah, just don't just don't be obvious with it. Like, I'm not going to be like, throw away all your guns, woo! I mean, you, you've seen me. I, I, I try not to be obvious in general, so... I know, that's why I said we didn't have any guns, because I forgot you had it, because you're tactful. So I I just wanted to check like how how are how are you two feeling about the whole graves joining us thing? Ah, uh, you can't trust the cops. Never trust the cops. I don't trust cops. I mean, let's be clear. He's not coming with you guys. He's not a party member because then that would be awkward for me to just be a player as well. Yeah, he's working behind the scenes trying to find out where Solomon is and also doing other stuff. But he's not going to be like the fifth party member. When the cops know that we were told to kill them and that we chose not to, like, that's probably the best situation to trust a cop in. I'm not saying he... Uh, no, because there's no choice. I'm not going to let him die. But yeah. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him, which most of the time is not very far. Look, he's, he's, he's already been, like, against us. He called a SWAT team on us. Having him ostensibly on our side can't go worse than that. Because, like, what's the worst he's going to do? Call the SWAT team on us? He already did that. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. I'll deal with it, but I don't like it. And I don't like you guys getting chummy. And Lenora looks at Katarina. Oh, well, you know, we all have to have friends. Yeah. Some of ours are cops, others of ours tackle us. Yeah, it's all good. Maybe people shouldn't shoot <laughs> people that their best friend works for. Right, children, children. <laughs> Let's maintain the, the, the somewhat peace we currently have. So I think this conversation was happening in 
the Oak and Holly as you guys are waiting for Memphis uh, to get be ready for you guys. You're waiting outside of the uh, room. You got found a booth or something. You're waiting, and eventually you guys finish up that conversation, and Amodron waves you over. Steve! Lenara, hello. I am Steve. It is I. Oh, Steve, you are the Frenchiest fry. It is I, the Frenchiest fry. <laughs> okay, so you guys go to Memphis's office. He uh, has more guards this time, noticeably. Before, it was just you, him and Rosen, but there's multiple armed Modron in here now. It's been a week, and sorry about what happened last time, but hopefully we can move on from that and have a uh, productive relationship. We, we were all a little high-strung last week, a little not quite sure what was going on, little all on edge. It's all good. We spent a week. I played some card games. We're all, we're all good now. What's up, Slim? <laughs> <laughs> no guns, right? I have no guns. I ain't got no gun. Never had no gun. My old deal is trading cards. I mean, my gun got melted. In the corner of the room, Rosen's like, word. <laughs> Finger goods. Hey, bitch. I want over, like, the text play, it says Katarina will remember that. <laughs> Man, if someone pulled a gun on your friend and boss, I think Katarina would probably react more extremely. I realize her, she is a selfish person and she doesn't think of other people. I just wanted that to be clear. I don't think Rosen was out of line. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying, from the perspective of me as a character, I'm like, I'm going to remember that. Memphis says, if you guys want to get into Fort Splendor, the military base in the middle of the desert, uh, you're going to need transportation and you're going to need credentials, neither of which you have. What about Brody Monk private security? Can you get on base? <laughs> how, hard, how hard is it to, to fabricate credentials? Impossible is a strong word, but it's one I would consider using. I doubt that there was, there's going to be a way to fake identities to get into that base. Hmm. And there's no chance they're holding like a card gaming tournament on the base or something. No, wouldn't that be great though? Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be so useful? Are they having a party? I can I can DJ their show. <laughs> These are all things that the military do. It's funny you say that. Oh, military base rave because there's a holiday coming up. Ah. And our service men and women require downtime. And the hospitality branch just so happens to cater all of those events. Oh. Oh my god, is it like a USO? Am I in the USO? Of course. Yes! Uh, Lenora Desmond, Buttery Spirits DJ Extraordinaire, and her roadies. Oh, I can pull off roadie. I'm pretty sure I can pull that off. You all are going to get onto the base as... Performers. As guests. After which point you will need to find your own creative solutions to get to what you need to find who you need and to extract them. Mm -hmm. It should be fairly obvious that besides the fact that you're not allowed to take guns, any fighting you would attempt anyway would be fruitless because it's a military base. Yeah. Everyone there has guns. So it, it is not a good place to start a firefight. <laughs> also, because you're going undercover as hospitality branch employees, if you did start something, it would be incredibly easy to trace it back. So it needs to be a clean extraction. Oh, boy. Well, if you know anything about us, 
clean, well-executed plans are definitely our speciality. Yeah. <sighs> Memphis is visibly nervous. Don't worry, we'll leave that shit cleaner than a baby's bottom. I Okay, well, there's an order of operations there that I'm not going to interrogate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh wait, babies shit themselves a lot, don't they? Sure do. <laughs> All right, so the stakes could not possibly be higher. The security could not be tighter. The the parameters for success could not be more narrow. Is there anything you would like clarified? Because this is going to be a very uh, a very specific kind of mission, an on-site procurement. <laughs> Have you guys ever played Liquid Gear Plasma? Bitch, who do you think I am? <laughs> no. Does it come with horse shampoo? Oh, uh, Liquid Gear Plasma. <laughs> Sorry, there we go. It clicked. Wait, hold on. Say it again. It's it's a Metal Gear Solid reference. Oh. Okay, yeah, I still haven't played that. Can you give us, like, a quick refresher on, like, what is our goal? We're getting nucky, right? Get in, get nucky, get out. The difficulties will be, one, probably getting into where nucky is, because it's probably with some security clearance, and then, two, getting him out with no one noticing which could entail a distraction somewhere else or just some other guys. Transport him in an equipment box. Or, or and also, make sure that nobody at the base reacts before we get out of there. Yeah. So... Did, did we get the impression when we were, like, learning about Nucky being on the base before whether Nucky was there voluntarily or not? I would say there's some ambiguity. Um, yeah. Because you guys had different sources. So th there has been talk in and out of character about Nucky not being the nicest person and being pretty morally uh, flexible, which may lead you to believe he is complicit in some way, but also Crown is not good. <laughs> yeah. So. Cat, if, if we find Nucky, are you confident in your ability to convince them to come with us? I mean... He goes where the bigger paycheck's probably going to be, but I think we can figure something out. And Memphis, if things do, if we get caught or something, what should we do to keep your name out of it? You guys are supposed to be the best, right? Like, yep. everybody wants you. I know, but contingency plans. It doesn't hurt to have a backup. That's fair. I'm not a criminal or an operative. Don't you sell drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I employ people who do. I mean, so do pharmaceutical executives. They also don't break onto military bases. Uh, do, do you have much of an idea of like where we need to go on this base once we get there? Or like, do, do you have any pre-information that you can give us on like what our route's going to look like? Maps. General Heller won't send me a birthday card, let alone give me the layout of his base. Well, what about this? Do we have an itinerary on what we're supposed to work with? Give us some idea and time frames we're able to work with then? Yeah, you guys are going to show up in your disguises, you know, with your excuse before the festivities begin, and you basically have the whole night. You've been to a party before, I hope. I have. I've been to one or two in my time. All right, it's, it's a party quest. Party quest, party quest. Woo. <laughs> I've, I've been pumped for this one. I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah, let's just fucking get lit. No, I'm just thinking about the party scene from Quantum Break. If anyone's ever played that game out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, is, uh, I want to try and get some knocks. Yeah, Rosen can hook you up. 
Hey, Rosen, I have no money. Give me drugs. <laughs> you can have one. All I need is one. Are you sure you don't want to give us two? I'm extremely sure. I'll trade you a whole computer. I gotta buy food. Lenora, I can't just eat computers. Okay, <laughs> if you say so. I just say I can give you a really cool computer. Or two. <laughs> the fuck? Get <laughs> shit. <laughs> Stop <laughs> trading away our fucking hole. That's coming, that's coming from your split, okay? Yeah, I get a quarter. I can do what I want with a quarter of them. With my indigestion... Lenora, you think I'm just going to eat a whole computer? Come on, be real. <laughs> you right. You would only eat half a computer. <laughs> After the last time? Come on. <laughs> okay, I'll take my one, Knox. You'll take it, not ingest yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting it in my in my pill pocket. <laughs> I've obtained the Knox. <laughs> I have received. Right. I, I am ready for party quests. All right, party quest initiate. Um, so you guys are going to help, I guess, load up the uh, truck. It's like a big, um, almost like a moving truck, but there's uh, all kinds of stuff. I don't, have you guys ever catered an event? I've worked on events. No. I've worked events and I've done gear schlepping before, so I know what I'm getting into in this case here. I've made a six foot sub. Also, I, I've said, I wanted to say schlepping because it's a great word and completely applicable here, so. Okay. Uh, as, as a side note... Ed will be using uh, Minor Illusion to make his hat say, um, or do we want to act like we're going here with Buttery Spirits as a sponsor for you, Lenora? That's the ruse. You guys get uniforms and stuff. Yeah. Well, Ed's hat is going to have like Buttery Spirits on it. Does Lenora have a uniform or is she just, can I just be cool? You're always in uniform. I don't think Lenora would have a uniform because she's the performer. That's what I mean. You're always in uniform. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I think uh, on top of the, the uniform, just to like downplay the anime protagonist hair and like upsell being a, uh, a roadie, uh, Frank, Frank is wearing the uniform as provided, but just has like a, a woolly beanie hat or something on as well to just be like, <laughs> I don't know that that's the hat I imagine a roadie having is just like a woolly beanie hat for some reason. That's his roadie hat. <laughs> Excuse me, I want to announce I'm going as Zelda Dubois, <laughs> world-renowned bartender and stunt bartenderist specialist. I'm so excited to be a new character. Is that a streetcar named Desire reference? Uh, no, it's a Golden Girls reference. <laughs> That's also good. Oh my god, I've been doing nothing but watching Golden Girls for weeks. <laughs> Great. Is this Revenge for the Wild Magic Table? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let me do one silly voice use it, so I'm using them all this season. Wait. No, Dubois is Streetcar Named Desire. I think Dubois is both of them. Blanche Dubois. No, it's Blanche Devereaux. Oh, Devereaux. Oh, yeah, it is the Devereaux. I'm Zelda Devereaux. <laughs> Bartender is extraordinary stunt bartender extremist. Also, I do uh, action stunts as well for movies. Okay, that went from a performing title to you threw extremist in there, which has different connotations. <laughs> is there Molotov cocktails involved? Yeah, obviously. I'm a stunt bartenderist. She's like one of those people that swallows fire, but it's like alcohol on fire. Yeah, I make my like I make a Manhattan while I'm falling out of a building. That can be arranged. <laughs> is that a threat? I I don't know yet. I guess I, I need to hear what your voice is, Chris, so I can figure out what Ed's voice is going to be for, like, you know, his role as Rhodey, effectively. Please do a Blanche voice. 
Well, I do declare, watch me make this Manhattan while I fall south of this building here. I say, I say. Great. I, I, do, de- I do declare. Frank's just going to stick with his noble voice because it's it's a good enough roadie voice. Hold on, wait. I have another idea. I can also be Bubbles, the wild drummer, who talks like this, don't you know? Uh, I prefer the first. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll save bubbles for next time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Graves and Ash show up and they kill you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What a tragic world this has become! There's, there's nothing left of you. You can't even be revived. Except my voice box! It's the only thing that survived, don't you know? <laughs> Isn't that a voice of something from Alice in Wonderland? It is the voice of the Mad Hatter, the great legendary late Edwin. Uh, my face hurts from laughing. You're welcome. It's going to make it hard to perform the rest of this episode. <laughs> so F- Foghorn Cathorn loads the truck <laughs> uh, with finger food and liquor and... I declare, I do declare, pivot with your knees, lift with your knees. <laughs> and whatever de- equipment Lenora needs. I'm just going to try to get words in edgewise. Wish me luck. <laughs> And you guys are getting ready to drive this truck out across the desert. Um, I described this last episode, but to double down on it, this huge desert, the Valentine Desert, is uh, is really vast. And all of it is basically uninhabitable except for Valentine, the city, cities above and below. And they are relatively close to the edge of the border. Uh, between the desert and more hospitable places. If you'll recall, the backstory of the city is that the Warforged were exiled from the neighboring countries and walked to the place where they would eventually found the city. Uh, so it's somewhat close to the border. You guys are going in the opposite direction. You're going into just the most desolate, God-forsaken, and the gods are dead, so, you know, not e- they're not even around to forsake you. <laughs> like, that's what The form-forsaken form yeah. desert. <laughs> It's bad. Like, like you guys are leaving at sundown, and it's like you start loading the truck, and by the time you're done, you're all sweaty because it's still like hot out. And then you get in, and you're like, "Oh God, I'm freezing. Why would anyone live here? This sucks out loud. <laughs> it sucks so bad." Um, and you guys start driving. Who's driving? I am. Lenora's not. She's too high. Zelda Devereaux is also known for her stunt driving. Does she have, does Zelda Devereaux have vehicle proficiency? Yes. Wait, do you really? Yes. Wink, wink. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I guess we might as well just start cheating. (laughs) I'm not cheating. I just want to drive this car. Uh, Frank doesn't have vehicle proficiency, but like, I think he could probably drive a vehicle because I'm picturing, like, you know, doing the, the school run with the kids, so I'm hoping that means he can, like, vaguely drive a car. In the minivan. Cat called it, so unless you're going to sit on her lap. Oh, no, no. If if Cat if Kat can drive, Cat can drive. <laughs> Just make sure you don't rough up the gear too much, okay? I picked the music, too. No! <laughs> Since I'm driving. I'll be in the back. <laughs> Lenora takes a nap. <laughs> it's, the, it's this universe's version of Rev Theory and... Five finger death punch. <laughs> uh, if that is what's going on, Frank is up front and having a bit of a headbang. Right, yeah, you guys set off. You're an EDM act. By the time you get there, you're Iron Maiden. Sweet. Mm. 
What do I need to do? Do I need to do a skill check to drive? Hey, why don't you roll me? If you don't have vehicle proficiency, I guess that's just a raw d20. You're not in danger, so this isn't like an action check. I just want to get a sense. Three! <gasps> <laughs> All right, so you drive very badly. Is it because you're unskilled or is it because you're reckless? Uh, it's because I'm really into that music right now. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's like really into that head metal music. I said, don't mess up the equipment that much. It's run to the hills, Ed. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. What am I supposed to do? Not fucking lose my shit when kickstart my heart comes on. That's exactly what I'm saying. Jeez. Stop yelling. I'm sleeping. I want to roll up the window in between the two sides like a limousine would have. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, if if all you want to do is rock out, I'm happy to switch seats with you so that you can rock out and I'll, I'll, I'll do the driving if you like. I'll leave. I'll let you keep your music selection on. I'm sure it can't get any worse. Oh, crit failed. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was this roll for? What was this roll for? <laughs> To see if yeah. the driving got any worse. No, what are the chance? Okay. That's going to sound like Chris. The audience isn't going to buy that that was actually what happened. Uh, you can't say it couldn't get any worse and then crit fail. That sounds like we staged it. Ugh. Game. So what's the result of that crit fail, huh? So Kat is pu- pulls the van out of Valentine, starts tearing ass through the desert. There aren't really paved roads here. Just the military traffic uh, through this area has created kind of a, a a path of like compacted sand, but it's not good. And she's fishtailing. She nearly jackknifes you guys in the middle of the desert before you even leave city limits and then she starts fucking going as fast as humanly possible as fast as this thing will go and then she what what were you trying to accomplish when you rolled for that botch what was your mindset like all right like i'm like all right i'll turn down the music a little bit and just go but then in my mind maybe she kind of like gets distracted like she starts imagining life if she were a professional football player or something mm-hmm. like that and just like loses track of the road or something <laughs> like she just gets caught in a really good daydream all right and so there is uh, a split second between when you're in that daydream and when the car is flipping when <laughs> you severely regret all of your decisions <laughs> it's a very good moment and then it's very bad can I do a deck save to try to like get us back on track? I <laughs> we can't just have you keep making things worse with rolling. It can't possibly get worse from here. Is the vehicle still okay to drive after this? I got a 20 to get the car back on track. Let's be clear, none of this is how D&D works. <laughs> yes, and Austin. Yeah, no, but here's how improv works. You straighten out the wheel at the last <laughs> second so that this car doesn't do a hundred rolls and kill everyone. But at the last second, there is a humanoid figure in the road. <gasps> oh, no. There is a, a meaty thud and the car spins out and it doesn't go over and over and over and give everyone neck injuries. But you definitely hit someone. I'll turn off the radio. <laughs> okay, yeah. Frank, Frank is leaping straight out the vehicle to find out who or what we hit. Yeah, Lenora wakes up and crawls out. I do declare, you all right? So you guys all immediately get out of the car and rush over to the figure. Oh, I'm in the car. I'm not going to get out of the car yet. Yeah, somebody has to guard it. Katarina stays in the car. Lenora and Frank get out and go over to find the figure. Ed steps out of the car but doesn't approach the figure yet. Hedging your bets, huh? Yes. Um, Let me just double check. I didn't expect this to happen, so I have to 
do a little bit of shimmy shaman here. A shimmy shaman? Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm shimmying and I'm shamming. Uh, you mentioned a meaty, a meaty thud and not a metallic thud. So it, 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 chances are this is not Ash. How thick is this boy? You can't just ask how thick the boys are. <laughs> I can. Not until you're on a dating scene with them. Oh, Christ. Alive. I hope we just hit Nucky. <laughs> and the mission, and the mission's over. Mission over. Is Nucky thick? He's trying to find the stats for Bernie itself so that the fourth can come down here and fuck us up. <laughs> you caused a time paradox. Not only did you not hurt me, but you have activated my socialism. <laughs> socialism itself attacks. <laughs> it's undefeatable. You all instantly lose. Good season. Good season. Nice. Hey, I beat I beat victory itself. I'll beat socialism itself, too. Just kidding. It, it collapses in on itself because of infighting and accomplishes nothing. Boom. <laughs> Got him. I want. I need to know who this thick boy is. <laughs> like, also, it's like seven pages of backstory. Seven pages. And you hit him with the car. So Frank and Lenore get out of the truck and go over to the figure who is... Uh, in the middle of the road, uh, knocked down, not moving. Is he thick? I'm trying to do a show, Lauren. You can't just. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you 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 okay there? Uh, you don't get a response. Uh, what does the what does it look like? What does the figure look like? It's someone like in like a robe. It's a very fi- a figure hiding. Hmm. You can't really tell what the person is right now. Okay, uh, Frank's gonna go over and try and sort of, like, roll them over to get a look. Mm-hmm. You roll this person over, and you see that it is a human, appears to be male, black skin, uh, appears to be early, mid-twenties. Can't really tell much more about that. Their, their figure is pretty obscured by the robe they're wearing. They seemed like I had it pulled, uh, tightly around them so that they didn't eat sand <laughs> as they were walking through this very terrible place to be. Okay, can I try to medicine check them? Yes. Two. Not good. You think they're dead. I'm going to start shaking him. No! I'm going to also medicine check him while I'm here. And hopefully not get so low. Um, Fourteen. Definitely better. So Lenora starts shaking this person. Their head starts bobbling around. And you notice that uh, their chest is moving a little bit. So they are not dead. They're breathing. But they're, Lenora is not shaking them awake. Look, whoever this is is in some serious, really bad situation. Is there anything any of us can do to help? <laughs> None of us can do healing, can we? No, you guys are a uh, D&D party optimized for stealthy heists, not so much for Doctor. Can we invest... Can, can, can Frank investigate the body to see if there's any kind of, like, idea or anything that would give us a hint as to who this person is? Yeah, I mean, you uh, check their pockets in the robe i guess for id they don't they they have nothing they're wearing like sandals and they have a robe it's actually starting to dawn on you that this is super peculiar Mm. also as as stated before you can't just walk through this desert yeah they were coming from the direction of the base but the distance it's too far away they should not be alive if they walked this far hey ed this is a spooky guy i'm thinking we take him back to the base, and if anything's asked, it's, oh, we were just driving down the road, and we saw them in the middle of the road. Someone else must have hit them. 
What if he, like, wakes up and then murders us? Just put him in the back with the rest of the gear. I'll keep an eye on him. If he wakes up, he's not going to be able to do much. Aww. When we get him in the back, I could always cast, um... Oh, no, that doesn't. That only lasts for a minute. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to say, yeah, hold person, but that's... I got an idea. If something goes awry, don't worry. I mean, I, I don't have an idea. I'm just saying that I do, so it puts you all at ease. I really should have said that second part there. Anyway... Yeah, let's just put him in the back with the stuff. You guys take the mysterious pedestrian, which I guess is what I'm going to call this person for now, and you put them in the back with the other equipment, and you start driving again? Before we start driving again, Frank is going round to the driver's side, and is just going to be like, Yeah, I'm driving the rest of the way. (laughs) Cool, I was getting bored. I mean, I do declare. Okay, and I'm going to get in the back instead. Uh, Do I have to roll to see how well Frank drives? (laughs) Sure, it could be fun. Oh, actually, I want to change that. I want to say, cool, that wasn't bad for the first time. <laughs> Frank gets a five on driving. Uh, it's better than any of the rolls that Cat got. We're just, none of us know how to drive. We're all, we're all like, I played Need for Speed once. No, you guys are big city dwellers. None of you got licenses. So Frank is at least not flipping the vehicle. Yeah, you didn't botch, so there isn't an accident, but with a five, you drive... Uh, actually, what you do is you drive just unbearably slow. This this is what I was thinking. I think he's he's doing the, like, just paranoid, like, the kids are in the back. I don't want anyone to get hurt. We've not got... There's no seatbelts in the back. It's a real driving hazard. Are we there yet? Are we there <laughs> so, yeah, yet? He's just very, very, very slowly, like, no, 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 there's no seatbelts. Kids, we're gonna we're gonna take it nice and safe. Uh, so you guys end up getting to uh, Fort Splendor, this military base, uh, a little late because of all these shenanigans. So I don't know how if you guys have any experience with military bases. They're pretty, mm-hmm. they're pretty large, and there's like multiple sections, so like a campus or something. So there's like one building that's like the mess hall, one that's like the bu- like the bunks, and there's one where it's like the higher rank people have like meetings or whatever. There's like a bunch of different buildings. You don't know what's what. You see, there's a one, there's like a gatehouse with guards, and there's a a fence, um, what are they called? There's the, the, what's the arm thing that goes up in front of you? Oh. It's like striped and it's in front of cars and then it lifts up. The, the car blocky gate thing. I'm, I'm frantically Googling, um, uh, automatic rising arm barrier. Or a boom, or a boom barrier or boom gate. That's another term for it. Boom gate. A boom gate. I think I got Hemingway for that one. <laughs> All right. So ahead of you, you guys see the arm gate barrier boom the boom boy i'm gonna call it the boom boy that's what they're called in this universe no one can take that away from me yo boom boy yo okay let's do it yeah and instead of just waving you through because you guys are supposed to be there uh your lateness is going to necessitate some social interaction with the guard so you guys pull up to the boom boy and a uh, soldier it's a mole dressed in yes army fatigues comes over to the driver window and says uh Papers, please. Uh, um, little over. We got any papers back there? Yeah, Memphis gave you guys papers. I'm gonna climb up to the front and give him the papers. Hello, I am the talent. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's about right. Uh, what, what took you guys so long? We apparently were not as good at driving as we thought. Uh, see, sorry. Uh, we had a bit of car trouble on the way out, but we we got everything moving again. Just a bit, a bit of a bit, bit of nonsense before the start of our uh, before the start of the commute. 
All right, anybody who wants to downplay what really happened, roll deception. Half need to pass. Well, that's a 14 from me. Uh, 10? 16. 7! All right, everyone but Katarina passes. I'm not doing well today at rolling. No. I'm going to roll I'm going to roll every opportunity I have now. <laughs> no. Please. All right, so the uh gate guard, aka the boom boy boy, uh says, "Yeah, that all checks out." And he raises the uh, boom boy <laughs> for you. I'm just going to ride that into the ground. Um to let you guys through. <laughs> mhm. So you get your checks out. That seems reasonable. He's like, "Yep, no roads really, just a path. It's bad." I hope you get to see the show tonight. Bye. So uh, the, I'm assuming the person in the back is like not yet showing any signs of like coming around. No, I- until further notice, that person is un un, un- communicable. Mm-hmm. He's sleeping. Okay, so before we all like start unloading this van, there is the question of like, do we leave him unguarded in the van, or like, what do we what do we do? Can I take a picture of him and send it to Graves? Oh. Oh. Yeah, sure. Phones exist. I'll shoot him a picture and just say, do you know this guy? Found him in the desert walking around. I'm going to leave out the hitting him with the car part. Graves says, at home right now, got to go to the office to run a scan. So we'll let you know. Hit me back up. And I shoot him a meat spin. (laughs) (laughs) He sends you a lemon party. (laughs) Oh, jeez. What is that? <laughs> don't look it up. <laughs> no, you don't no, want to know. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna look it up if you tell me not to look it up. I'm not an idiot. It's it's gross sex <laughs> things on the internet. Oh, I'm such a baby. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that people used to try and get you to search for in school to be like, no, 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 it's 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 something cool and fun. Yeah, can you look up blue waffles? I yeah. know what that is. No, I, it happened to me with meat spin. I told a friend not to look it up. I never looked it up because I'm smart. And he, like a month later, came back to me and was like, you ruined my life. I was like, I told you not to look. Meat spin's not that bad. Right? Lauren, you're acting all scandalized. I learned about meat spin from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, I don't know what the other yeah. thing is, though. I know about meat spin. Probably not for the episode, but just for your own context, Lemon Party involves a bunch of people peeing. That seems unnecessary. It's a 30 Rock joke that that Mm -hmm. reminded me of it, so it's pretty mainstream. Uh, Anyway, anyway. (laughs) Dirty memes memes aside. um, Never. Okay. (laughs) Over my dead body. Is, is, Is my question, is until we know who this is, do we risk leaving them unattended in the back of the van here, or do we leave someone back here with them temporarily? Well, I mean, I was going to do a whole backflipping bartending show, but I guess I could stay here to make sure that this person doesn't cause trouble. It probably makes sense for you to be the person who does, because you're the person who's going to know who they are, because you're the point of contact, possibly. Yeah, you guys do you, and I'll stay here in case anything happens. Hopefully it doesn't cause too much trouble, you know? I mean, I'll knock him out if I have to. If he does. I mean, I did it once. I'll hit him with a car again if I need to. <laughs> he wakes up, you're like, hold on, just stay still. I'm going to need to drive away and then come back yeah, and run you over. On. Lay, lay on the ground again. <laughs> I love this because it was a pretty simple, just like go to a party and bluff to get where you need to go. And now it's like also you're babysitting a mysterious figure. This is like, a, this is really cool. Well, I think it's really nice as well because I... This presumably does give Kat some some wiggle room without us around. 
I also just like it from the standpoint of, okay, we're going to do the hard thing, but let's do a simple thing first and completely fail at it. <laughs> uh, so should we all start unloading and get into the party? That sounds like a plan. So Katarina's going to stay behind to guard the mysterious pedestrian. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of Team Loser unpacks the truck, gets uh, Lenora's gear out, uh, gets the alcohol and food and whatever else you guys are here to, to work with. Um, and you guys start loading stuff into the kind of party area. It's kind of like they've cleared out the mess hall and there's like a dance floor and there's the party hasn't quite jumped off yet. So there's still people uh, getting ready and stuff, but there's people, uh, you know, playing cards here and listening to music and goofing off. Uh, the military is pretty diverse. There's moles. There's uh, the snake folk, the UNT we've talked about before. The Sneeple. Sneeple. Yes. The uh, Dragonborn, Lizard Folk, Warforged. It's it's diverse. Um, my my most important question is when you say they're playing cards, are we talking Jack, Queen, King cards or are we talking holodeck? <laughs> when I said it, I meant the former, but now that it's, but it's obviously the latter now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you, you see them playing and you're like, wow, rank amateurs. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're horrified. They're playing like five color, nothing garbage piles. It's disgusting. <laughs> Um, so you guys started setting up some things to note about all of this is that there's a pretty big area that you guys uh, are going expected to be in and there's a lot of people so a lot of stuff to investigate there are no obvious uh, places where you would want to go to find Nucky right now you obviously don't see him yet that would be a short quest uh, you also don't see uh, General Heller the main character that you know should be here he has nowhere to be found he's of course that big King Cobra that we have seen once before. What about Private Fortune? <gasps> Private Fortune is absolutely tooling around. Um, I miss Private Fortune. <laughs> and he misses you too, buddy. <laughs> oh no, I've I've just realized we're going to have the situation where Kat's going to see Private Fortune and be like, oh no, I'm not Brody Monk right now. Oh, I'm always Brody Monk at heart. <laughs> yeah, I am Brody Monk and I am fucking Zelda Devereaux. <laughs> I'm a million different people from one day to the next I can change. <laughs> I have another character on mind already. <laughs> um, so do you guys have any questions before we kind of get into the actual party part? I'm probably, the main thing I'm trying to do is I'm assuming that Lenore has to do stuff to run the show for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever that comes up, Ed will be probably assisting in some way to help give her advantage on the check to ensure that the party, you know, party's appropriately popping, you know? Party pop and check. Exactly. You gotta pop the party. I throw blunts into the audience. No, not on a military base. Uh, Frank is gonna have an eye out at the second for if there's any, like, in-house tech staff or anything. Yeah, where are the nerds at? <laughs> Yo, where are the nerds at? <laughs> Considering that some of this is set up before we've arrived, like, Frank's just gonna be on the lookout for, like, are there other, like, techie, roadie-type people around on site? Yeah, why don't you uh, roll investigation? Investigation? Ah, I have I have a very good thing in that. 19. Very good. So, uh, Frank, you go on a little nerd hunt, trying to find some nerds. Um, and at one point, you spy uh, somebody who is... I'm trying to avoid just being like, you see a nerd and you know they're a nerd because they're wearing glasses and carrying a copy of Ready Player One. <laughs> oh, I'm going to beat that nerd up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, suddenly you have an overwhelming urge to assault the nerd. No. Um, well, maybe they're just there with like cables or something. Like they've got equipment with them. 
They're like the AV club of the military. There's a bunch of dudes and like one of them's got like a horde t-shirt on and the other guy's got like a uh, fucking stay calm and always play blue hat on <laughs> and that way you know they're nerds. Like they're just low key nerds but they wear it on their sleeves. Mm-hmm. Literally. Because they have buttons and badges on their sleeves to say I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah, they're wearing nerd medals. Uh, so a combination of all that stuff, right? So you see somebody who, uh, for various reasons, reads as being a nerd to you from the way they're dressed to they're probably carrying something. Like they weren't supposed to be here. Like they were carrying technology from one place to another and they stopped by to take a Danish from the <laughs> from the party. <laughs> yeah. And then they snuck back out. And so you see that person and you think that's a good lead. Okay, so Frank wants to go and just like try and... Uh, hey, sorry, sorry to sorry to bother you. I'm 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 here doing some some work for this event. I'm doing doing roadie work, and um, I, I forgive me if I'm wrong. Are you? Uh, do you do tech stuff around here? Now I gotta do nerd voice, huh? Well, you can just talk in your own voice because you're a nerd. <laughs> Fucking wrecked, shrekt, destroyed, obliterated. No got one's him. ever been burnt so bad. Just just straight got him. <laughs> you burnt. Sorry, I had to. No, I deserved it. He says, uh, um, well, I'm, I'm not supposed to be here right now. Um, <laughs> what, what, I can't really help you? I don't, I don't know. I think about uh, this. I'm just going, well, I'm just going walk through. I'm just going to go over here now. Are you actually pinching your nose to do that or something? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Oh, so, sorry, sorry. Didn't didn't mean to didn't mean to uh, bother you. I was just I, I was just trying to get a sense of uh, what the text up here was. Uh, so yeah, is is there anything I can help you with? You seem a little uh, flustered. Oh, I'm just really busy. So okay, don't get any time off down in the labs. You know how it is. Oh, I know how it is. It's it's all uh, all go go go, isn't it? Can't even get the solstice off. Oh, was that you get the solstice off? He can't even get the solstice off. That's that's the holiday. Yeah. Nobody asked, but that's the holiday that's happening. I assumed Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's a big fan of the old Jezu. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's that's not... You know, I'm, I'm having to work... As you can see, I'm having to work the solstice too. It's, it's, it's not fun at all, is it? Uh, let's establish something about this universe, which is it has all of its own uh, holidays and traditions and stuff. One of which that you are all finding out for the first time out of character, but you know about in character is the eternal solstice, which is a holiday that is celebrated not only in more or less every country, but on more or less every plane. And it celebrates the uh, intersection of the world of forms with the physical world. Now this doesn't actually happen every year, but they celebrate it every year because both to be thankful for it not being catastrophic because <laughs> uh, it occasionally is these things were not meant to intersect but they sometimes do and also just as a kind of uh carpe diem uh, enjoy the mysteries of the world kind of thing it's like a big topsy-turvy fun celebration of how the world is a terrifyingly huge miraculous mysterious place yeah so every year most people in existence celebrate this and it's called the eternal solstice uh most people just call it the solstice but that's the holiday that's being celebrated oh it it, it sucks that you gotta work on on this day you know the whole point that me and our team are here is to put on a bit of a show for everyone and you know because of the solstice happening surely you're not working on anything that you know 
we couldn't talk to the, the bosses about getting you out for the party for. If you could talk Heller into getting us the day off, you should be able to talk him into just about anything. You make me general next? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, well, while you're here, what, 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 are you working on anything fun today, at least? Or are you, are you literally just stuck doing nothing work? Every day is fun when you have a job. Ooh. I hear you right there. Oh, uh, so Lenora wanted to see if there was anybody in those weird robes. I don't think you even need to make a check for that. No, no one here is dressed like the guy you guys hit. Okay. Yeah. It's just people who are there dressed in a casual party attire. Yeah. Pas- casual for a military base or people who are dressed like they're still at work. Is that attire that includes like a t-shirt that say, I am enjoying this party very much? Or is is that just me when I see <laughs> when, when I try to dress like that for parties? Their medals spell that out. <laughs> uh, you find one guy who has all eight Canto badges. He seems pretty cool. Mm, that's pretty good. At, at the second, like Frank gets the impression that he's probably not going to get anything out of this guy. But what he is going to try and do, perhaps, is... As 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 the the uh, the guy from the lab is leaving, I'm trying to decide whether it's worth this early committing to like turn invisible and go see what's up. I mean, I can't really tell you what to do, but I would say that there's a lot more party to happen. So yeah, that's fine. Frank Frank's Frank's gonna leave this for now and just be like, okay, there is a lab somewhere around. That is, an, that is information we know now. Yeah, I mean, in fact, this guy walks away and you can watch him from a, a non-suspicious distance. Yeah. You see that uh, he goes over to one of the buildings uh, on the base and there is a some kind of security console that scans him. He has like a card that, you know, it scans, but it also scans him personally. Remember that this is a world in which magic exists and high technology exists. Yeah. So security s- systems are designed to acknowledge that. So... Turning invisible in our world would be a pretty great way to sneak somewhere. In this world, everyone could turn invisible, so they they have thought of that. Yeah, it, this isn't a case of just swipe someone's card and you're done. It's going to be a little bit more than that. Yeah, but you know, okay. this guy goes into this building, so you got a good lead, which is some technologies happened in that building. We'll just call that the technology building. Yeah. So there was the party building and the technology building for now. Huzzah! Yeah, we're making we're making moves. Show me your moves. Now, now, there's not that many, like, forged entities in the facilities, right? I mean, there might be some, but not a lot. I would say it's a pretty even split between Warforged, uh, Lizardfolk, Dragonborn, Modron, Yuan-Ti, Sneeple. I just want, just want to bring attention to the fact you said Sneeple. Just... Yeah, that was for Lauren. I appreciate that. I, I, I also enjoy Sneeple. Yes. I want to try and flirt with Private Fortune. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> You find a particularly swole snake person. Um, he's at the punch bowl. Hi. Nice uniform. Yeah, dude, you have to press it every day. Just get all the wrinkles out. You don't want any wrinkle. It's poor discipline. Oh, no, look at my outfit. Not a wrinkle in sight. I'm all about the wrinkles. Or not having them. You know what I mean. <laughs> I super dope, but you're hot, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, are you excited for the show? Like, I'm, it's me. I'm the talent. What are you going to show? Uh, I do songs. <laughs> I do songs good. <laughs> I like good songs. <laughs> <laughs> but I roll to like wink at him suggestively. Uh oh. It sounds like de- it sounds like deception, but 
Uh, before I wink, I'm going to say, oh, maybe after the show, you can, like, I don't know, show me around the base. Wink, wink. All right. Yeah, I think advantage because this dude is who he is. 23. He says, it's a date. Yes. Maybe my roadies can come along, too. They would love to see the base. Wow. That sounds like a real cock block. Okay, bye. I have to go to the show. Bye. Ed's in the background, like, doing sound checks, trying to tweak the equipment, fixing the EQing on it. Too much bass, just too much. It's, the EQ is just completely whack here. Uh, this this won't do. Let me let me fix this up a little bit here. Can I steal a uniform? You're guarding the prisoner. Tell me what you want to do, Katarina. Because if you want to steal a uniform, you can. But that involves getting out of the truck, yeah. finding somebody, and taking their uniform, presumably. Or is there a uniform laying outside? Of the truck. <laughs> yeah, where are the spare ones and boxes in the garage? Luck roll three. <laughs> Lucky number three. No, there's only a chef's costume because this is Hitman. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take the chef's costume. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus. No, I told you, you gave it to me just like the grenade. I'm taking it. And I'm going to put on the chef's costume. And when he wakes up, I'm going to be like, oh, hello, it's me. <laughs> Julia Child, Boria Miles, <laughs> Chef Extraordinaire, you stupid asshole. I'm mixed with Gordon Ramsay's a little bit. <laughs> Did you realize other people have to listen to this, Chris? <laughs> yes. I know it can't just be a podcast for me. I mean, I'm super into it. Also, fuck for real, my face hurts super bad. <laughs> Did you say Gloria Mild? <laughs> Gloria Mild. That's her name. That's so good. So for real, though, uh, do you want to try to find an actual costume that will help you sneak around? No, because I can't I can't leave this guy. I don't want to. I, I don't trust that. That's a that's a perfect opportunity for us to be like, he woke up and he's gone now. Consequences. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. The the, the body will remember that. Mm-hmm. I think at, at this point it's pretty clear. I, I will take any opportunity to make this a clusterfuck. Yeah. Otherwise, Ed is just sort of casing the room as well as he can, just seeing that he notices anything unusual about either the people in the room or how they're moving in and out. Yeah, I mean, all the people who are going to be at this party are more or less here. It's about to about to kick off. You don't see anything particularly suspicious. You have a really high passive perception, so it's I'm not mm-hmm. yanking your chain here. Uh, this is just people who are here because it's a holiday and they want to drink and gamble and then go to sleep. Same. Nice. So do you guys want to roll for your performance? <laughs> 24. 21. <laughs> nice. You guys both crushed it. This party pops off real tight. You hear someone in the crowd go like, nice bass. <laughs> the EQ is perfect. <laughs> someone really paid attention to all of that nerd garbage. Sweet. <laughs> things things only I get. Why don't you guys tell me, is there any, any particular uh, flair you want to put on your show, Lenora? This is kind of your whole scene. So. Uh, yeah, I brought George and he's doing my lasers. He's my new flair. He's my wig butt. He's just like an intelligent disco ball. Yeah, yeah. I like George. He's a disco pet. All right, so the party's popping off. Uh, Frank, you have a lead on the technology building. Lenora, you set up a after the show date, I guess, with Private Fortune. It's a tour. A t- mm. I snuck my roadies in there. He interpreted it differently. Uh, that will be useful as well. Um, and so this is actually going pretty well. Uh, this heist. The only real complication is that you hit a man with your car on the way here. 
Is it really a complication, or that's just a, an interesting plot device? Whatever happens, happens, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. Look, he should have been wearing brighter colors. That's kind of on him. You know, kind of make yourself visible. Pedestrians have to follow rules, too. <laughs> and so what happens is, after you sit there with the body for a while, lamenting your inability to go out and get a costume and do some solid snake stuff, uh, you get a response from... Inspector Graves, and it says, where'd you find President Aaron? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, yeah, cool. I'm a text back. I'm a text back and eggplant emoji. <laughs> Austin left me alone, which was a really bad idea. So you get to hear the credits from me all by myself. Whoa. All on you on your own. Yep, no no Austin's here. Uh for music this month we have New Jack Mantle, an arrangement of The Mantle from Nights into Dreams. And Music of Funk, an arrangement of Stage One Gotham City from Batman. And also Linear Groove, an arrangement of A type and B type from Tetris. Thank you, Overclocked Remix. Thank you for the help with the music. <laughs> That's what I do. Exactly. <laughs> Someone help. <laughs> I'm in the room. We're here together. We're doing it this week. I was trying to see if she could do it herself. No, I'm not. I'm not a grown-up. All right. Executive producers for the month of March for 2018 are Ex Kerstin Haslinger. Joseph Tombrello. Jade. Arna Helgadotir. Brent. The Cult of Gorfanax. Devin Smith. Paul Mullen. Dr. Goatman. Tashira Kuro. Andrew Grothen. Levi the Young. Kevin Dobbins. Morgan Rapp. Wait, you skipped on. Oh, I'm sorry, Anthony Sever. I skipped you, apparently. But Morgan Rapp gets two. Bonus. <laughs> ja- Jana Helver. Gina. Jana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't do this help. Joji Asmir. You did it. I think. Yeah, you get through the next one. Douglas Williamson. Doctor 101. The Most Wise Guru. Z23619. Quench the Void. That's <laughs> the quenchiest. Tim Doubleman. VZ Huggles. Jay Logan. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. Madison Lilith McKenzie. Notorious Stoltz. I'm just yelling at the back of your head. <laughs> I'm standing behind you, just screaming. I hope it's loud enough. Yeah. Oops. Victoria Melito. Scotty Vilhard. Aline. Majin. Criterion. Ren. Einar Johansson. Carter Rayner. Major Tim. Matthew Behair. Jorgen Indy Monster Weinwick Ford. Joy Fox. Razumi Yuzura. Albert West. Ken Furstel. 
Eleanor Nonante sees Periton. Scott Cummings. Did you say Ken Fursell? You're scrolling fast. Did I miss Ken Fursell? I hope not, Ken Fursell. <laughs> I thought I said it. I don't know. I'm, you shouldn't have left me in charge. <laughs> Scott Cummings, did we say? I said that. Now we said it more. Star- <laughs> Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Juman Jack. Mel Teach. Arjun DeConing. Grimlock. John Potts. Dawson Parr. You have some kind of scrolling illness. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Everyone yell at Austin. He's being mean. Noah Sudret. Zephosaurus. Elderly Goose. Salad Child. Sarah Stone. Thorsten Gross. Caster UK. Aki Savalinen. The Paladin's Wife. Florian H. Precious, Rocky, and Bella. Parentheses, Kitty Cats. Hi, Kitty Cats. Junk 2.0. The Hadsels. Dominic Bowden. Melissa Nielsen. Don. Eugene T. Connor Reynolds. Pruitt Holcomb. Artemis BJJ. Bajillion Jiu-Jitsu in Bristol. Francois V. Shanus. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Miko from Finland. Dennis Bangston. Josh Mosier. Indigo Van Dane. Allison Ansel. Sydney Marzang. Just the Jester. Sevard Nakrasimova. Brady Warner. Kitty Foe. James Neely. Marissa Donaldson. M. Joe. Lana Seawolf. Toby Gleason's Attack. Matthew Weber. Melissa Booker. Cameron Abbas. Dylan. Anna Stulfar. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Harrison Andrew. Christopher Charlow. Jorrit. Vega Arnstein. August Rue. You missed Cody Jackson. No, I didn't. Cody Jackson knows what he did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody. Austin can't handle my scrolling. She's, she's doing it like it's some kind of fucking challenge. <laughs> I'm just trying to do it helpful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fuck off. What else do we say during this part? Patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky. Yeah. That's me. I was going to say, we usually thank the cats. I forgot about this little promotion. <laughs> no, we sketches bandcamp.sketch.sketch.bandcamp.sketch. <laughs> Just keep putting sketch in bandcamp and dots. You'll figure it out. Weekly uh, Monger Recap. Yeah, that's Chris. He does stuff. Mm-hmm. Laura's Laura K Buzz everywhere. Also, kotaku.co.uk. The UK, not co- regular one. Yeah, don't go to the other one. Jason Schreier is there. Who knows what he's up to? Who's Should that? He works at Kotaku. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't Do like you really, know him? That wasn't like a deep lore joke. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I know his name. I'll burn this guy. Got him. Uh, I'm Margalicious on Twitter. R-A-W-R-G-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. I can spell. Good job. Also, we're on iTunes and Google Play and Podbean and YouTube. <sighs> I'm running out of breath for all the places we are. Austin's dying. Please, send help. Please send sub- him fries and sloths. Please subscribe. <laughs> I need you to hit that subscribe button. <laughs> Slam that like. <laughs> please. My family. My family's dying. Family. What's happening? <sighs> Thank you to all the cats listening. We appreciate you. All the dogs, too. And any other animals. Mm-hmm. Special shout out to Golden Moles. Special shout out to Golden Moles. Look them up on YouTube. They're good. I'm done. I'm taking a nap. All right. Bye. <laughs>